I'm going to assume, if you're like anyone else, that you've witnessed a lot of serious violence in your lifetime. Well, at least on screen. Violence is more prevalent than ever before on TV and film, as it is, of course, in real life. What does that mean for us as a society? How about our youth? That time when most of us were first exposed to these depictions of violence. You're now going to hear a group of young participants retell from memory one of the most violent film scenes they have ever watched and choose if they would play victim, perpetrator, or bystander in the scene, and why. These young people are participants of a film and violence project called Direct Approach, which was initiated by the Danish artist Steen Marie Jacobsen in 2012, and has since traveled to many places around the world as a contemporary anti-violence method. I'll explain to you how the method works after you've heard the participants' cinematic witness reports. During their retellings, there may be some graphic language, but keep in mind that the violence has been altered by their memories. And, as far as spoiler alerts, well, you won't know if they're spoiling the film, because the speakers haven't watched the original film scene again, so there's no guarantee that the scenes will be the same as the original film. Unraveling the memory of a film scene is like unraveling a scene from real life. A film scene recalled from memory invariably consists of different aspects, including the participant's own worldview and their personal identification with the characters involved. So, while all characters appearing in this work are fictitious, any resemblance to real persons, living or dead, is no longer coincidental. Memory is filtered through subjective interpretation, and intrinsically we experience everything alone. It is in the space of solitude that repression can happen. Memory is construction. We collect information from what happened at an event, attempting to remember, based on our knowledge and expectations of the world, as well as our emotional starting point, among other factors. This construction can, if you have a little imagination, transform our recollection into a rather foggy picture. But if you remember new details, you can get more pictures until, put together, they seem like a little movie. It's as if you're imagining something. For example, envision yourself standing on your head in Times Square, which I don't suppose you've done, although I'm sure you're familiar with Times Square. And if you wish, you can construct an action where you jump around on your head between the cars. This is not a stored movie. It is a construction that you've made here and now, based on a lot of details. My name is Elijah Guo. I'm a writer, actor, and producer, and I've collaborated on this podcast as a scriptwriter. I personally think this podcast is important because it's a unique platform for examining how we relate to violence by asking participants to recount a film scene, pick a fictional character, explain their choice, and engage in discourse and reflection on temporary violence. This is clearly a relevant issue in society today, and has been for some time. My name is Tina Marie Jacobson. I'm an artist and educator. I made this project in order to have a platform for sharing our different experiences and understandings of violence without having to share 
our private stories. It is my hope that by listening to each other and these interviews, with an open mind that we can come to a deeper understanding of our own dark sides and how different our sensitivities to violence can be. I encourage you to try the method for yourself. You will now hear a series of interviews where I ask young people specific questions. After the interviews, these questions will be explained in detail and with guidelines. All the direct approach participants are asked the same questions to help them recollect a film scene memory. My name is Edwin Corsa. I'm 19 years old. I'm currently in BMCC and I love acting. So Edwin, tell me about what's one of the most violent film scenes you've ever seen. The most violent film scenes I've ever seen was Nine Dead. It was about a killer who kidnaps nine people. He puts them in like a cage and he handcuffs them. And he asks them why they're there. I mean, they don't know why they're there, but he asks them why they're there and they have to come up with an answer. And he provides them with a chalk so they could write on the wall and they could, you know, communicate and talk and find out why they're there. And he had a timer on the wall. It runs out every 10 minutes. And he comes back every 10 minutes to ask the same question. If they get it right, everybody goes home safe. If they get it wrong, he chooses one person and he kills them. Ooh, that sounds creepy. Um... Tell me a little bit more about the room that they're in. So it was like a like a jail room. There's no windows, nothing. It's just a room. And there's like a little ceiling on the top. You know, one guy tried to escape from there. It didn't work. It won't break. And there's a camera in there, but you can't tell. So he's watching everything in the room. So every little move, everything you do, he's watching it. How do you know that there's a camera in there? So a guy tried to escape. He told one of them to step on his hand and break his hand so he could try to get off the handcuff. And the door was open. So, yeah, the door was open. It's not locked. So the guy breaks his hand, literally steps on his hand, steps on it, steps on it, steps on it, and breaks his hand, and he gets off the handcuff. He's supposed to help everybody out, but he really, he just runs out. <gasps> So he runs out, and there's so many doors, you can't tell what the exit is. So he's looking, looking, looking. He turns around, the killer is right there, and then boom, 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 shuts him down. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, Pretty scary. So back to, like, um, how does the car look that he kidnaps them in? Um, It's a regular car. I didn't really take a look at the car, but... The car's not tented or anything. It's just a regular car. It's just at night. So, you know, there's not that many people walking outside. And Do you remember the color? Uh, gray. Yes, the color was gray. And how does the killer look? He had a max on 24-7. You can't tell how he looks. But I didn't finish the movie. So oh. probably they saw this face at the end or maybe who knows. And how does the mask look? Uh, the mask is like, it's just a regular mask with holes and uh, so he, he can see and talk. That's it. What's a regular it's, mask? So it's like, I feel like it's a hat because the way it looks, it has lines in it. So it's probably a hat and he cut the hat 
so he cut he cut it for an eye and then the nose and the lip yeah that's all and then he so yeah it's not like a you know a max max he he made it himself how old do you think the killer is uh the way he talks is so deep really deep so i'll say 30 35 do you remember anything that he says um he just repeats himself why are you guys here and in a deep voice in a deep clear voice and um can you do it for us because you're an actor uh <laughs> sure let me try why are you <laughs> why are you guys here oh my fucking god your voice is awesome can you do it one more time that's so good <laughs> why are you guys here i'm getting i'm getting scared hmm. um is he the only one who yeah he's the only he's the only guy there's nobody there helping him or anything he's just the only person okay so he he kidnaps all of them by himself does he kidnap them on the same night oh uh, yeah that's that's the thing i'm not sure i hmm they all end up in the same room like i don't know i, I probably he did kidnap them at the same night because after he because oh, yeah because i've the last scene where he kidnaps the lady they all like everybody wakes up in the room so i, I don't know if he beats them up and you know in induction i don't know so yeah probably induction because you know the it's just crazy. <laughs> so they they wake up in that room. Together. Yeah. How so many? they wake up in handcuffs. So I I think they don't know how the handcuffs got on, and they know how they got it because some of them was confused. They was like, "Where am I? Or why am I here?" Yeah. And so he comes in and tells them all the time. They have to. What is he telling them? So he tells them. He why doesn't you tell here? them. Yeah. He just asks them why they're here, and he wants an answer. And what do they say to each other? So they they just freaking out. Clear. Yeah, freaking out. And there was one guy who wasn't serious. He he doesn't care. So Wait, what? Say that again? There was one guy who wasn't serious. He doesn't care if he dies or not. Really? Why? Yeah. How is he acting? So he was laughing, making jokes. And it was just ridiculous. Why do you think he's acting that way? Maybe he knows why he's there. But he wasn't helping at all. He wasn't helping. There was a teacher there who was trying to convince him, yo, I'm not trying to die, so you know. But he was... I don't think he died, though. I don't I don't think he died. Maybe he did. I just didn't finish the movie. <laughs> so he shoots the one guy who gets his hand out of the handcuff. Yes, he... Yeah, he tried to escape. He shoots a guy in there first before the other guy tries to escape. Okay. Yes. Wow. So how many are there again in the Nine. room? Nine. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. the title the was title, again. Nine dead. Um, And w how are they handcuffed? To each other or to so something? Or? There's, it's like a, a pole. There's a lot of poles. So it's just one hand handcuffed. The other hand is free. Yeah, so they get to write on the wall and, you know, 
So before he leaves, he throws a chalk, a lot of chalks on the floor. And, you know, so they could write on the wall and they could try to communicate. I'm going to say a joke now. That sounds like school. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'm just kidding. School is good. Stay in school. Um, but <laughs> how do they write on the wall? Like, how does the wall... I'm going into detail. So, yeah. is, like, what is on the wall? Is there, like... It's, it's clear. So, the wall is clear. So, they have, a, they have enough space to write. All right. What are they writing on the wall? So, there was a teacher there. Because, you know, they, they were trying to... T- talk about themselves and you know try to guess why they're there there was a teacher there there was a doctor who else there was an old lady there who was just always crying just you know so scared she's just mm-hmm. scared and um what else the guy who is not serious there was a um there was another lady there there was i think there was more women than men Yeah. And what are they wearing? Um, regular clothes. So, you know, they all walk in regularly and then they get kidnapped. So, yeah, they had on regular clothes. The teacher, everybody had on regular clothes. Does the movie show how they're kidnapped? Um, yes. There was a scene where he puts them in a trunk. He like he kidnaps a lady. He locks his mouth and just throws her in the trunk, right. and just drives off. That was the one I remember. I don't know how he kidnapped the guys. Like they should be strong enough to you know fight back. Mm. And do does he kidnap them during the day or the night? Uh yeah, I I didn't see that part. Mm-hmm. The particular scene that you remember, mm-hmm. how does that start and how does it end? For the part that they kidnap. Well, I mean, that depends on which moment you think is which moment do you think it's, is the most violent. It's quick. I mean, yeah, it's quick. He, I don't know. I think he. Hmm, what does he do? Because the there was the only one part I remember was the woman where he locks her um her mouth and throws her in the trunk. How does he lock her mouth? So it's so he just he just comes behind her and just you know quickly just yeah and just drags like just drags her into the trunk mm. and just throws her in and closes it but it doesn't show the part where you know they was indexed or whatever they just all wake up in the room i don't know uh, yeah okay i get all, it i get it now. yeah and is it the is it when they're in the room or is it the kidnapping that you think is most violent um when they're in the room Because the kidnapping, the you know, he doesn't hurt them or anything like that. So, yeah, when they're in the room, it's and just more, yeah, it's scary when they're in the room. And that scene starts when they wake up? or Yeah, that scene starts when they wake up. So, so they wake up and then... So, it's like everybody wakes up at the same time, you know. Yeah. So, the way the scene was, everybody was just up. And, you know, everybody was just in the room. And so you described the what should we call the the guy the killer or how do you want me to call him? Uh the perpetrator. Perpetrator. Okay, so the perpetrator. What is he wearing? Like besides the mask. Um, do you remember he his is wearing a black jacket. Like it's really tight. He has on boots, black boots. I remember, because you know the footsteps. They try to you know make. Mm. Aha, uh-huh, so we hear the footsteps. Yes, all the time when he's coming. And that's when everybody starts freaking out. 
I do that too. <laughs> <laughs> and boots and okay, okay, that's. Um, and then he says, "Why are you here?" Yeah, and the time on the wall is just it runs out every ten minutes, so they have ten minutes to try and figure out why they're there, or he choose who he wants to kill. Yeah. So if somebody wanted to make the film scene from your description, mm -hmm. could you tell them how that clock looks? Ah, uh, yes, yes, I could. It's it's like an old timer on the wall, and um, it runs down really slowly, really slowly. It's because ten minutes, it looks like an hour. They had time, <laughs> so it it seems like they was in there for more than ten minutes. You know. Does the timer say a sound? Um, does it? Hmm. No, I didn't hear like the time of ring or anything. It's it just the guy just walks right in. All right, I just yeah. wanted you to say the sound. If if there was a sound, it would have made you say the yeah. sound. <laughs> I don't think there was a sound. How does the scene end? Hmm, that's a good question. Well, when you said you you didn't watch it to the end, when did you stop watching it, and why? Yeah, I, that's the thing. I'm trying to remember where I stopped watching it at. I don't know if I fell asleep. I think I fell asleep. So it's not a good movie. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Is it a it bad was, movie? It was. It was. It's scary, but I don't know. I don't know why I didn't finish it. It's okay. Yeah. Um. When did you watch it? Uh, around the summer, like in the beginning of the summer. This year. Yeah, this year, in the beginning of summer this year. I don't know who played the movie. That's another question, too. Did you watch it with someone? Yeah, it was a few of my friends who was in who was in my cousin's house. Yeah, I don't know who played the movie. What did the others say about the movie? Um, Oh, my cousin was scared. What yeah, did he do? Only, only my cousin was scared. She, I don't know, I, I forgot. Hmm. But yeah, she, she was scared. I don't know. She was really scared. Um, would you watch it again? Yeah, I have to finish the movie. Yeah. I want to finish the movie. Like I, now, I now. haven't got time to you know sit there and watch a movie. I haven't watched a movie in a while. It's been a while. Um, so I'm like wondering if I should... Are there any more sounds or details in the room that I haven't asked you for? How was the floor and what colors are in the room? The color is, it's like bluish. It's, the color, yeah, I feel like, from what I remember, it's blue. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not really sure, but I think it's blue. And, and what I, about the floor? How does the floor look? Um, the floor. It's a yeah. The floor is bumpy. It's like some old, you know, some some old concrete. If you should say where you think that room is located, where would that be? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, a secret place, maybe. A what? A secret place, maybe, because nobody I knows where they're at. And um, but it looks like a jail room. It looks like the doors and everything. It looks like it's it's a jail room. It sounds like it's a big building as well because yeah. one of them runs out and it's like yeah. So he's upstairs. So he's upstairs and he's I don't know. He's just making 
guns and stuff like that. He's yeah. So he's upstairs and he's watching everything in like a little TV in the room. So that's why you know that he's watching that. Yeah. Mother. So uh. that was that was how. So we didn't know till like we didn't know till he kills the first guy, and then we find out oh he's watching everything, and then the second guy was one he was trying to escape and then. Do you remember how he's filmed when he sits up there and makes guns? Mm. Like, do we see him? How do we? So he was filmed in the back. So it's like he's sitting there. So he's filmed in the back. So we can see the camera and everything. But it, his face wasn't shown a lot. Is it one of those movies that shifts between the real filming and the surveillance filming? Mm, yeah, probably. Oh, sorry, I planted that. I wasn't supposed to do that, <laughs> but I was just like, now I'm starting. I haven't seen it either. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it too, but don't know if it sounds good because you fell asleep. <laughs> I don't. It's crazy. I or don't maybe know how not. I the movie. You just didn't remember. You don't remember basically. Yeah, how I don't remember the end. I don't know how the movie ends. That's fine too. I mean, you you felt so. Well, I mean, first I should kind of ask you, like, if we were to make this film scene with mm -hmm. you, um, who would you play? I would play the perpetrator because I feel like it's it's, it's important to people, you know. So it, that's that's what everybody's looking at, you know, and um, that's the point of the movie. So if there's no violence or if there's no anything, the movie wouldn't be made. So the point is the killing and, you know, all that action. So, like, the perpetrator is actually the main character of the of the movie. So he's the bad guy. Yeah, right? he's the bad guy, but also, like, the main character of the movie. If, there was, if he wasn't kidnapping or killing these people, the movie wouldn't be made. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. so you're speaking from an acting yeah. perspective that... Yeah. Why would you, from an acti actor's perspective, uh -huh. want to play him? Because I I just want to be the one people look at, you know. Yeah, I want to be the the main character. It's totally cool too. Yeah, I can understand that. Um, who do you think would be hardest to play in the in the in the scene from every all the characters? The perpetrator. And why would he? Why is he the hardest one to play? Um, the thing he do, the the stuff he does, the driving, the kidnapping, the killing, and then how he's making guns and stuff like that. It's weird, but I feel like it's hard, you know. Ah, so is it is it because he is the bad guy that yeah, it's hard yeah. to 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 play? Mm, um. So. Why did you think that it was violent to watch? Like, what was violent about it? And how was it violent? Because I'm not like I'm not gonna tell you like what violence is. I'm curious mm -hmm. about what, why, how you are thinking about violence. Or so what? violence. I mean, the killing. You know, that's that that's violence, and the kidnapping. That's also violence, and what else? Yeah, that was the that was mostly it. He kidnaps and he kills. Does the depicted violence mm -hmm. remind you of reality? If yes, how? And if no, why not? Hmm. Um. Yes, because in reality, there's a lot of people killing and there's a lot of people kidnapping. There's always I, I always see on the news 
kids missing or people missing, even grown-ups missing. I'm just like, how, how? There's, there's no way you could be missing. You, somebody has to be taking you or somebody has to, you know, mm. you can't just be missing. Mm. It's just, and um, what's the other question? Hmm? It was two questions. No, no, I was only like, so the question was just posed in a way that, does it remind you of reality or not? And if yes, then so it, uh, it, it's yeah. real to so, you. Yeah, it's real. I've 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 seen it a lot in the news. So yeah, okay. So yeah, it reminded you of, of yeah. Yeah, reminds me a lot. Do you think in general that movies that are more real are more scary than films that are more fantasy? Yeah, um, movies that are more real are scarier. Why? Because you know it's happening in reality and. We just have to be safe and just, you know, we have, we just got to be safe. Yeah, no, totally. I want to be safe too. Um, so if you're, you want to play the bad guy. Yes. I guess it's because you also want to survive, but that's just me planting it in there. Yeah. I mean, no, no, you said you want, you want to yeah, be looked wanna at, be. you want to mm -hmm. play the main character. Um, can you say a little bit more about why you would act him? Why you want to be him in the film scene? Um, the perpetrator. I mean, maybe, like, it, it would be cool, you know, acting, you know, have to, having to kidnap people. You know, it's just, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff he does that I, you know, that I find, like, yes, that's cool. Or, you know, the killing, the driving, the way he makes the guns and the way he's watching, the way he talks. And I feel like, you know, it's it's cool. When you watched the film, who did you feel more like? Did you feel like you were him or one of the others handcuffed? Hmm, that's a good question. I feel like I was the one more handcuffed. And I felt like I felt like I would have had a way to get out. But I feel like these people wasn't communicating well enough. They wasn't talking enough. And um, I would have had my way out. I would have found my way out. Yeah, so, like, let's imagine that you could... So, first of all, I have, like, two questions. Like, if you were him, how how would you have acted in the film scene? How would if you have behaved? The, if, if you were the, the perpetrator, perpetrator uh -huh. uh, would you have acted in the same way? This is a real question. Yeah. <laughs> well, the 10 minutes is, come on, the 10 minutes is not enough. But I feel like I would have, um, I would have just told them, you know, I, I would have just gave them a reason so they could, you know, at least, because there was no hint, there was no hint at all. They just had to figure it out. So I Do probably. Do they figure it out? Huh? Do they figure it out? Do they figure it out? That's yeah. the end of the movie. Oh yeah, sorry, I forget. Yeah, yeah, we don't yeah. know yet. Okay. But so, so my question is more if if you're playing him and the scene is real and we're not talking about acting anymore. Mm -hmm. So th would you be like him? Uh, no. Right? No, I wouldn't. I mean, what would you do? Would you give them cookies or just like let's imagine you can change the film scene. Mm -hmm. How would you change it? Oh, 
Give them cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you that one. That's yeah. fair. You figure out something else. Um. Well, I would have gave them. I, I feel like I would have gave them a hint, so you know they could try and figure it out. And um, the killing every ten minutes. That was not gonna be there. Maybe I was just. I don't know. I'll figure something out. <laughs> Have you ever heard about anyone doing anything like this with anyone? Never. Like, how does that scene, that 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 thing that he, the perpetrator, is doing to these people, does it remind you of anything that could happen in reality? Yes, I feel like um, they're being punished without knowing why. So that ref- that reflects to. People in reality, now you know people who are being punished without knowing why. There's people going to jail for no reason, and that happens a lot. Mm. Like, for example, McMill, he was locked up for no reason, and he he stood for his rights, and he was freed. Can you tell me a little bit more about McMill? Who's he? And so McMill is a rapper. And um, he was locked up in the summer, around the summer, for riding a dirt bike. So he was in the street riding a dirt bike with a lot of friends and stuff like that. And they pulled up on him. They, you know, they arrest him. Who? And the oh. Yeah, the cops, yeah. basically. And he was locked up for like two or three months. And yeah. For what? Was, so what yeah, was that the was charge? the thing. Yeah, so... He was locked up for no reason, and he stuffed for his right. There was a lot of people, a lot of people behind his back. So there was a lot of free McMill. There was a lot of, you know, protesting. And it stands for black people as well. So, you know, black people stood up, and it, it became a big thing. So, yeah. That's definitely similar. Yeah. So why did they ever come up with an explanation? Um, No, that was the thing. So... He was freed like last month, I believe, or last two months. Yeah, he was freed, and he started, you know, he started being, he started being part of the, you know, the politician, and yeah, ever That's since. That's good. So he yeah. actually it awoke, so, it awoken. Yeah. Politics. So now it's like he's doing politicians. He's talking about black people. He's talking That's about awesome. a lot of things, and maybe he can make America different. But if you should change that film. If it was real, so now you just spoke about this real scene. Mm-hmm. Like, how would you change the film if it, if it was real? If it was real, like the the violent part. Yes, or? the violent part. Mm. So the violent part, maybe. How does he kill these people? I mean, or just come up with like your like a script, like uh, what should they do? We could make a, you know, cartoonish or mm. make a joke out of it or we could change that. So for the violent part, maybe shooting would be, you know, quicker and and because I think the um I think there was another guy in there who was killed but not with gun. I don't really remember. But yeah, there was a black guy in there. Who was killed, but it wasn't with a gun. And is who killed him? The the killer. 
Okay, okay. So I don't know what he uses because he's making a lot of weapons. So I'm trying to remember. But um, if I would change that part, maybe I would just, you know, a gun would be quicker and faster than, you know, using a knife or anything else. I feel like that, that, that hurts more and that makes it more, you know, more violent. But in reality, you're not like, do you like guns? Oh, uh, no. I've never, I've never even seen a gun in my face before. Yeah, I'm happy I asked you because it yeah. just sounded like. I mean, I think it's hard when we speak about fiction and reality. Yeah. It's like because I don't want people to think that you like guns, mm. and so there's like this difference also. Um, but what should we do about guns in America? We should stop them. I agree. I totally agree. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people with guns now. I don't know how they get them. But some people have like a you know a, a warrant of having a gun, or but they're not supposed to have it outside. But some people still have it outside, and even two days ago, I think there was three gunshots in a park by my house. I heard the gunshots. It oh. was one, two, three. I heard three gunshots, and my dad was like, "Oh, that's a gunshot!" I was laughing. I was like, "That's not a gunshot." And then. 30 minutes later, my mom comes home and she was like, oh, somebody got shot in the park. Oh, my God. And oh. it's like deadly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the guns, the guns. Yeah. I agree with you that mm -hmm. we shouldn't have any guns in America. And I'm, I mean, I'm not from America, so I yeah. don't know about the, the rules in America. Um, um, but let's say something. Like, can you say something, like one last thing about... Um, why we shouldn't have guns in America and then we're going to end the interview well guns are violent and um, there's no need to have a gun you know I feel like if there's anything you gotta go straight to the cops or you know talk about it killing and all that is unnecessary you know It's not it's not right to take someone's life away. Yeah. That's cool. Thank you, Edwin. You're welcome. All the speakers were asked the same questions to help them recollect their film scenes from memory. Here are the questions, along with some guidelines on how to properly utilize them. One. What is the most violent film scene that you've ever watched? Two. Tell me more. This may include more detailed questions, such as, how does the scene begin and end? What time of day did the scene take place? In what sort of setting did it take place? What did the perpetrator, victim, and bystander look like? How did the perpetrator, victim, and bystander move? What were they wearing? How did they look, including age, hair, eye color, etc.? What do you remember about sound effects and soundtrack? Do you remember any specific words spoken in the scene? What other details do you remember? What happened next? This last follow-up is particularly useful, because even if, as an interviewer, you think that the whole film scene has been described in ample detail, such questions may prompt the participant to remember more about the scene. By asking them what happened next, they may believe that something else happened. 3. If you had to play the victim, perpetrator, or bystander, which role would you choose? 4. Why? The participant's insertion into and interaction with their film scene is a crucial part of the direct approach practice, 
because it allows them to engage with their memory of this act of violence in a proactive and perhaps reformative manner. It may allow them to find the inner truth, meaning, or relevance of the scene to their own life. 5. Would you act the same way if you were in that situation? This may include more detailed questions, such as, when and with whom did you watch the film scene? What made you watch the whole film scene? Would you watch it again? In what way are you violent as a person? Can you say something positive about violence? Most people answer that they are not violent in any way, but the project invites them to reflect on this. Also, to say something positive about violence is to define when you think it is okay to use violence. This is a very important question for all of us to consider and discuss the answer to. 6. Does the violence depicted reflect society today? If yes, how? If no, why not? This question is an effective way to expand their interaction with the scene into a broader worldview. However, they will arrive at this point most effectively only after having first delved into their personal relationship to the scene via the previous questions. Some guidelines for when you set up the interview are to make sure the participants do not try to depict with 100% accuracy the film scene that the interview is about, simply in order to give a better interview. Remind the speakers that the conversation is public. It can be very personal to talk about violent experiences and opinions, and participants can very easily share private stories. This project offers the film scene as a protective shield. The interviewers should never interrupt the participants. Be a patient and accepting listener. Turn the focus away from your own ego in order to concentrate your attention on the participants and their stories. Never interrupt or finish their sentence. Ask neutral questions in order not to affect their memory. For instance, instead of asking, is the car blue? Ask, what color was the car? I hope listening to this experience has been illuminating for you as you consider the role of violence in the media and society. And now, of course, I want to know, what scene would you choose? If you want to book a direct approach workshop, please email contact at direct-approach.org. Direct Approach is supported by the Danish Arts Foundation.